everyone and welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I'm Phoebe Richards. I'm Stephanie Thompson. I'm Grace Penzel. And I'm Kayla Teal. And we are here today for an exciting special edition all about the show Broad City. Four and three and two and one. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> oh boy. That's exactly how the song sounds, you guys. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Broad City, a huge inspiration for us. So we're all going to recap our favorite episodes. We all just watched them. And rewatching it just reminded me first how good Broad City is. <laughs> it's so good. And it's such a good illustration of what it's like to be in your 20s. I've never seen anything else that at least resembled my 20s as much. No, like, I remember yes. being angry when I first saw Broad City because it's something I wanted to make for so long. And it just but I don't have like, I don't resources, but like, it just was finally something my brain made and it was so nice to see it. Yeah. But I didn't, my brain didn't make it, but it was something my brain wanted to make. So it was nice that I got to see what my brain maybe could make. Oh my God. Oh, I thought you were just taking credit (laughs) for creating Broad City. No, I did not create Broad City. (laughs) Let's, Let's be very clear. I had nothing to do with it. And actually, Phoebe, you introduced me to Broad City. I did? Yeah, I remember buying weed at your house one day, and you were like, hey, you should check out Broad City. Have you seen it? And I was like, no. And we sat down, and you showed me, actually, the episode I'm going to be talking about today. Oh, which is which one? It's, well, the episode technically is called Stolen Phone. It's um, season six of the first season, or excuse me, episode six of the first season. And it's, I've always called it Tyler's Improv Show, even though... (laughs) It's a very kind of small moment in the entire show, <laughs> but uh, I think if you've been listening to our podcast, you kind of know that we all come from improv backgrounds, so I was really intrigued to see. I love seeing improv in um, in pop culture and media, and so it's just like really funny to me to watch it. So Phoebe, you showed me that episode, and I always thought that was hysterical. So yeah, that it's called Stolen Phone episode six but um i always have called it tyler's improv show (laughs) (laughs) why do you pick it for your favorite episode um well because it was the first episode that i saw that made me go oh my god this is the inside of my brain explained and like i just identified so much with um alana and abby's relationship just like completely resonated with me and like also like you said caleb like being in your 20s and just also kind of yeah I just really liked the show and so the reason why I picked this episode is because it was kind of my introductory thing to it also it has this improv element that I thought it was really funny um so those were pretty much the two main reasons why I selected this episode as my favorite and it starts out with them just like looking on the internet trying to find some dick yes (laughs) yes and I uh yeah and it's essentially that's how it starts they're in a bar and Abby, uh, she meets a guy that she really likes, and they hit it off, and they exchange numbers, and they're going to meet the next day for coffee. So she's super stoked about this because they hit it off. But she, at like leaving the bar, loses her phone. She realizes her phone is gone, 
So now she's on this epic trek to get her phone back in order to meet up with this guy that she met at the bar. And of Mm -hmm. course, Alana is always helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Alana also finds a guy at the bar. She like, she just keeps making eye contact with different dudes until she sees one that clicks and then she goes over, they hook up. Yeah. (laughs) Before they're about to hook up, they start making out and he stops and he's like, I need to tell you something. I'm bisexual. And she just goes, that is true masculinity. You are truly evolved. And I am truly what? <laughs> what? Yeah. And then it's he also goes. also when he says, uh, I hope, just please tell me you don't shave down there. And she's like, oh. And just like, pick me up. And makes him pick her up so she can spread her arms out and go, oh. That's one of my favorite moments ever. And doesn't he so also funny. say like, hey, do you mind if we stop and I just go down on you for 45 minutes? Yeah, yes. while they're hooking up. He's like, can we just take a break and I'll go down on you for 45, 45 minutes. minutes? And I think she's like, don't ever let society change you. Change you. you. Yeah. <laughs> so he's great in bed. He's like her ideal pink dick. She said at the beginning yeah, she, of the episode, yeah. I must be craving pink yeah. dick. <laughs> he's white. Um, and... But he has one big thing wrong with him, and that's he's an improviser. But they, she does not know about this yet. Yeah, she just thinks he's a performer. She doesn't know what he does. She guesses he's a drummer. Yeah, he just oh, yeah. has all he said to her the next morning when they wake up uh, is that he has a show that night and he invites her to his show. That's all he tells her. And so she's like, okay, well, it sounds like she thought he's a musician or something. But she goes on to help Abby during the day find her stolen phone. Um, before they get to the quote-unquote improv show and they have a bunch of shenanigans where they are tracking the find your phone app uh, mm-hmm. kind of thing and the phone is going all over different you know neighborhoods and places in New York City and it's just like they had one scene where they're forget what neighborhood then because I'm not familiar with New York City it's but it was like Upper what was East it? Side. It's Upper the Upper East Side, East Side yeah. yeah and it like I <laughs> <laughs> that cracked me up so much because I grew up on the east side in Seattle and like there's there's places in Bellevue where you'll walk around and I remember like feeling that exact same way where you're just like you're just like looking around like you just know you stand out like <laughs> yeah they have all the rich people walking and saying terrible things just and there's terrible a lady things like, like the oh like, my I my tenth horse just died died horse I was just died that's ten horses I've had to replace <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wrote that quote down too that was so funny um, and they end up is it, then the next is thing is they end up at this guy's improv show right yes yes and this is like kind of the scene that i really like i said i love watching improv portrayed in and pop culture and it's always portrayed poorly oh yeah always it's always <laughs> I mean... bad it's always like a chore to like no one wants to be at an improv show no one wants to watch one and there's always one person who just ultimately ruins the entire ensemble of the improv show like <laughs> with like I, I remember like the office has steve carell always does like you know his um agent mark or michael scarn or whatever but then in this one it's actually uh alana's hookup from the night before he is the does all the stereotypical horrible improv things that you can do in a scene where 
and you make everything sexual or you do an Austin Powers impression. Like just or like, you don't let the women speak. Like, yes. He's yeah. Also he's a woman dude. every single yeah. time. I always laugh about that, that every it, time he jumps in, he taps out the woman. He taps out the it woman. It really yeah. captures the feeling of like how uncomfortable it feels to watch someone bombing at comedy and specifically to be watching a really bad improv set it's yeah it's difficult i've been in some of those sets that's just as terrible as watching yeah (laughs) i love our art form but the the good improv is so good and the bad (laughs) is so bad like this really did capture the feeling of being in a in the audience of a bad improv show it was cringy at one point abby and alana are like on the floor like they're not even watching the show anymore they're on the floor in front of their seats just hiding from it (laughs) no i believe it's like abby is sitting up and alana's on the floor and abby's like no you can't make me watch this alone you have to sit up and watch this with me but i think one of the cringiest parts of that whole improv show is their name statutory crepe statutory oh crepe. Statutory crepe. and the reaction to abby's or not abby but to alana's hookup where he was like just like man that means like when she when they introduced hey we're statutory crepe he's in the back he's like oh, yeah, that's <laughs> my funny. favorite is after what seems like a very long time they're like oh right we're gonna take a break and then we're back with another hour of statutory <laughs> crepe <laughs> and i was like oh it's those improv shows that are so long it's always the yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember being on stage with a dude that would kill everybody. Very, very, like that was his thing. He'd always, and he loved Civil War scenes. So every scene, <laughs> every tap in, he'd do a Civil War scene and he'd, he'd kill somebody. Oh my like, God. Yeah. And then anyway. there's the guys that won't die. Yeah, <laughs> they won't they die. die. He was the same like, way. No, I'm too important not to, to <laughs> die. I'm, I'm going to make up an excuse to live. Um, something that was cool is the scene of the improv show was shot at the old Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, um, which I've seen improv at. And Abby and Alana met taking classes at that improv theater. Oh, cool. In real well, life. I know that uh, Amy Poehler has directed some episodes of Broad City. Yeah, Amy episode. Poehler's the yeah. executive director. Yeah. She directs one maybe just one episode and uh, upright citizens brigade is her theater if you're listening and don't know yeah yeah i've also been in that theater and saw someone do improv who's in my episode that i watched so yeah good stuff i don't think alana having sex with the improviser was not the same for alana again after she tried to have sex oh yeah that's actually one of the best one another one of the best scenes is like he's going down on her and uh she's like trying to enjoy it but she keeps popping in his horrible in improv scenes and (laughs) she just can't get into it even though he's really good and she just ends it it's done moving on no more pink dick for her it's a good episode of television. Yes. Yeah. Very it's good. Great. And later that season is my episode, which is season one, episode 10 in the finale. Um, and it's called... The Last Supper. The Last Supper. Uh, this one is the episode that's directed by Amy Poehler, actually. And um, and she has a cameo in it as well. Yeah, she does. She's like got kind of a running bit with yeah. another character. Yeah. Um, 
So this is the one where Abby has the huge allergic reaction out at the restaurant. And because I am somebody who often has allergic reactions. <laughs> oh, yeah. This episode speaks to me in a way that <laughs> might not to some other people. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that, Kayla. This is like the perfect episode for you. Yes. So a big through line in my life is being rushed to the emergency room with friends, family, lovers, friends, parents, like throughout my life, at least a dozen times I've had to use an EpiPen and be rushed to the hospital, which is very traumatic and scary, but watching it portrayed in a funny way um, is fun for me. And it's funny because Alana brings this on herself on purpose. Um, So they're going out for Abby's 26th birthday. Abby's wearing her blue dress that that she wears to everything. (laughs) The dress. The dress. I definitely, in my 20s, wore the same dress to everything. Um, So they're going out to a really, really fancy restaurant that Abby's dad has put his credit card, has called in his credit card number so that they can treat themselves to a really nice dinner, which was really cute. Um, And they're very fish out of water in this nice restaurant. They're just loud. Um... They draw a lot of attention to themselves, I guess you could say. (laughs) They heard that Jay-Z and Beyonce ate at this restaurant once, and they're very excited about that. I love their interactions with restaurants. Like, in general, just the way that they show restaurant culture, that also rings very true to me in general, like, from my 20s, going out to eat. Totally. Um, So they sit down and the waiter asks if any of them has any allergies and they say no. (laughs) Lana does not inform him she has a shellfish allergy and they're at a seafood restaurant. The waiter, after he leaves their table, he goes back in the kitchen and Amy Poehler is the chef. And they're in a relationship and they're fighting. (laughs) Every time we go back into the kitchen, they just start screaming at each other. And then one of the times that they transition back to the table is one of my favorite quotes. And Alana says, nose, vagina, butthole. If God didn't want us to put our fingers in there, then why did she make them perfectly finger sized? (laughs) So they're just like talking about putting fingers and butts loudly. Occasionally you see people's faces when they look back at them. Um, And then Abby goes to the bathroom and a condom falls out of her. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, God. A used condom. And she's horrified. She's so freaked out. I um, would be. Yeah. she. That would be alarming. So Abby realizes, okay, she, it must be from the guy she had sex with the night before. Um, but she's still really freaked out. She gets back. Alana's scratching her neck with her fork because she's been chowing down on seafood. And she's starting to visibly be allergic to seafood. Um, And then she says, let's go get high. So they walk out of the restaurant, smoke a blunt with the busboy. And then when they walk back in, it's very obvious that they've brought in this giant waft of weed smoke because everybody can smell it. And Alana by this time looks insane. She's swollen. She's red. Um, She can't talk right. No, and she just is in such denial. She's like, I know what I'm doing. I, I, It's like edging. Like she <laughs> eats seafood up to her edge. She uses her EpiPen, and it's worth it to her. Um, so 
But Would you ever do something like that, Kayla, with one of your allergies? No. And I don't think I don't think anyone with food allergies ever would. Like it's it causes so much anxiety that anything I put in my body, I'm like terrified. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. That's really that's really that's really rough. <laughs> but uh Abby gets a phone call, and it's from the guy she had sex with last night, and she tells him that a condom fell out of her, and he was like, we didn't use a condom. And she was like, yes, we did. Um, And I'm just going to put in a trigger warning here for sexual assault. If you would like to skip ahead, maybe 30 seconds or a minute, feel free. But he says to her, I took it off, I thought you saw, which is sexual assault. Yeah. It's really fucked up that a lot of guys have done that, where they remove the condom, hope the girl doesn't notice, and keep going. So that's what happened. Um, And so she, her gears start turning, and she's like, well, the last time I had sex with someone was four days ago, so that condom has been in me for four days. Um, So uncomfortable. I know. And she's at this fancy restaurant. She's so happy to be like, have this night out. Um, But she gets back to the table and Alana looks even crazier. And Abby says, your face looks like the underbelly of a tugboat. (laughs) Um, She tries to give Alana, wrestle Alana down and give her the EpiPen, but accidentally stabs herself. The restaurant calls 911. It's pandemonium pandemonium at this point pandemonium <laughs> and Alas- Alana passes out from asphyxiation and um, aye, aye, aye. her last words are Abby you are the love of my life <laughs> she passes out and Abby carries her out of the restaurant and it's a hilarious uh, slow motion beautiful scene I believe Ave Maria is playing <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and they end up it's in the beautiful. hospital and the hospital vignette is, like, what made me connect with it so much of just, like, sitting in a hospital bed with your best friend after this insane, traumatic bonding experience. is some uh, an experience I've had many times throughout my life, and I just thought it was really sweet. Yeah, and that it. moment, too, of, like, I will do anything for my friend when yeah. Abby goes beast mode and, yeah. like, just, like, dead weights Alana and carries her out um it reminds me of things that my friends and I have done for each other over the years when you get into a situation and someone's just like I'm here like I've got you Mm -hmm. um and that happens a lot in these episodes oh yeah yeah it's very much about their friendship especially I think the four episodes we picked are all very the two of them focused yeah. Two of them so, together focused. I think that's a good segue into my episode, which is season two, episode 10. So the finale of the following season. So again, we find them on a birthday, but this time it's Alana's birthday. And it's her 23rd birthday, which when I, I haven't seen this since it came out in 2016. And now watching it again and being like oh I was 23 when that came out and so but now I'm like and I was like she's my age and now I'm like oh my god she's a baby but I guess not Mm -hmm. really uh anyway (laughs) 
So what I was saying is they go out to this wild neighborhood, I guess, or street. St. Mark's. Mark's. And a lot of crazy stuff happens. And I just thought in general, the production value on this episode of television is so high. Like they have a really long elaborate chase scene. They have multiple interiors. I don't know. It was, and it's just beautiful. Um, anyway, so they go out to eat and get in the restaurant and A.D. Bryant and this other guy whose name I didn't look up and I'm really sorry. Connor Connor O'Malley. I saw Connor O'Malley perform at UCB Improv before I saw this Broad City episode and I thought when I saw him like whoa this guy's an intense improviser he was like he was like the improviser who's like at a nine like all the time (laughs) in like every scene and so then when he looking back on this episode when he shows up as this like performance artist guy and like literally recreates the his like one man show where he was like yeah. jacking off and screaming like uncle and it's just yeah, Abby and Alana do not want to be near them and they're like oh you missed my show last year let me perform it for you here in this restaurant it's just the <laughs> worst so the worst situation that you could imagine with like indie theater acquaintances <laughs> um but yeah, it's so horrible that <laughs> Alana just pours wine all over Abby um, and is like, oh, fuck, we have to go now. <laughs> That's the excuse she uses to get out of it. Yeah, she like, throws <laughs> her wine at Abby. <laughs> she dumps her wine on Abby. Um, but yeah, to get into the restaurant, Abby made a fake reservation. And so... It, it's little it's Lil Wayne Lil Wayne but Abby says we're little Wayne <laughs> and I thought that that was a really funny moment mm-hmm. um yeah so then they have to leave I don't know they just go on all these madcap adventures it's pretty yeah. great I guess what like was... I saw it there's and it was not referenced at all and I like I almost had I had to rewind it and like I was no I did see there was a girl peeing on her phone Oh, yeah. It's an episode. They do the whole opening shot where they're walking, and it's, like, all seeing New York people oh, being yeah. very yeah. New York. Including, yeah, there's a lady squatting all on her cell phone and peeing. <laughs> I related to that. I felt seen. <laughs> it also has the very, I would uh, I would say, the most memed moment from Broad City, which is where the guys say, you're so pretty, you should smile, and they both turn oh, yeah. around and do the, like, uh, flip them off smile, where they use their middle fingers to yeah. hold up the sides of their mouth. And, the, yeah. yeah, they lift the corners of their mouths, and they look, they give them such a deranged look, and honestly, that's how I want to model, like, response to catcalling, is just, like, make my face look weird, <laughs> my expression, <laughs> at least. Yeah, cross your eyes and start meowing like a cat or something. (laughs) Yeah, uh, exactly. (laughs) Um, They leave the restaurant and they're talking to these cute guys and somebody runs up and swipes uh, 
Alana's birthday present that Abby's been carrying around in a bag. Yeah. Swipes the bag and runs off. So that's when the chase scene happens. They're they're trying to get the present back. And they, they end up climbing the a wall house. that he climbs. That's my favorite. <laughs> and Abby like halfway climbs it and then's like, I'm actually gonna run back down and around outside the restaurant because <laughs> she can't <laughs> climb up the wall. That would completely be me if me someone too. was like, just jump over here real quick. I'm so like afraid of heights and falling. I would absolutely not be able to do that either. Um, and the guy who grabs her bag is the guy, a guy that was sitting on a stoop when they were going to the restaurant who's like, why don't you give me a dollar? And this guy is so great. And I had almost forgotten that it was before I rewatched it that it was this episode because one of my favorite things is when he's like, must be nice. <laughs> must be nice and i say that all the time when anything comes up uh sarcastically saying that it's from this so anyway he grabs their thing they're chasing after him epically and then they find their find themselves in his looking house. yeah because he is a, <laughs> a fancy so he goes into this fancy house and this is the reason that i chose this episode because this scene that ensues in this house is one of my favorite scenes I have ever seen in any television show. Nay, in any piece of media. I think it is so funny and so well directed. So they go in there and it turns out that um, the son is just like a punk ass kid, but he's 34 years old. And the mother played by Patricia Clarkson, is having a dinner party. And there's just all these people, like fancy people, sitting quietly at the table for this entire scene. (laughs) It's brilliant. Yeah, she is great in that scene. Go ahead, Phoebe. Oh, just Patricia Clarkson's great in that scene. Oh, she's fabulous in that scene. Hilarious. I I, I, I don't know... um, I have a soft spot for women who are able to play those types of characters. Um, what's the actress name who just passed away? Jessica. Um... Jessica Walter. Thank you. I'm bad with names. So That's okay. You. But she but has yeah. a very Jessica Walter-like-esque vibe of like kind of like drunken high society lady who was disappointed in her children. Yeah. (laughs) And she's shit faced. Patricia Clarkson is playing shit faced so well. And like the darkest, it's just like, it's just like a really good sketch. You know what I mean? Like they go in and it's just really well written this crazy fight where it keeps getting more and more escalated, the like personal dark things, the problems that they have. <laughs> and he's like, that you solve with the booze and everything. And then she has this moment where she's yelling at him. And then she goes like, you're a loser, 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 loser. And she's just like so serious about it. And then she hugs Alana and is like, and then is like, come see me. Will you come see me? Yeah. And <laughs> promise you'll come see me. And uh, yeah, it's 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 wild. But it's like my favorite, my favorite scene in TV I, I, ever. Yeah, I love that episode. It has so many things. It has so many things. It also has Jiggly from RuPaul has a yes, cameo in that episode. I wrote that down. 
Yeah. Oh. And uh, the actor that plays the son is Leo Fitzpatrick, which is only funny maybe for certain movie buffs, but he is in the movie Kids, that 90s movie about teenagers having sex and drinking that was like unrated. It was a big deal when it came out. And also a movie called Bully. So he played, when he was a teenager, he always played the sort of like on the street New York kids that was very like edgy and scary and doing bad things. So I found it really funny that they cast him as the like, 35 year old version of that yeah (laughs) must be nice must be nice and it was directed by nicholas uh because i was curious jason novak and who directed super bad oh cool okay here we go if you couldn't tell already i'm baked (laughs) so (laughs) so that's my episode of tv It's a great ending to a season. Yeah. Season two. Something I've been wondering is, is there weed in every episode? There's weed in a lot of the episodes, but I don't know if there's, they're smoking weed in every single episode. This is one of the ones, I don't know if they smoke weed. Yeah, I think they're just eating pizza at the end. I don't think they smoke weed at all. Yeah. Oh, man, I chose the one non-stoner episode. <laughs> I mean, it's a stoner episode. They're stoners. They're stoners. Yeah. Well, so my ep- my choice episode uh, is actually the very next episode, which is season three, episode one. That is a choice episode. Uh, it's called Two Chains. And I will say that I... Choosing a favorite episode of Broad City is next to impossible. And no joke, probably... Stolen Phone, which Stephanie picked, which is also the first episode I ever watched. And then St. Mark's that Grace picked. Those probably are in my top three along with my pick. Sorry, Kayla, I do also love The Last Supper. (laughs) What really makes Two Chains my most favorite is the opening montage is maybe my most favorite three minutes of anything ever. I'm sort of how it's montage ever. Grace, you had your favorite scene ever created. Yeah. That montage is maybe my favorite thing ever created. I could just watch it's it so over good. and over yeah. and over. And so it's just this montage of, it's a split screen of each of their bathrooms, mainly toilets. And you just see a whole bunch of scenes that I believe are, you're seeing what's happened in between the two seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the reason I say oh. that is because the very first shot is them running to the toilet and they're wearing the same clothes they're wearing in the St. Mark's episode. Oh, they're wearing the dresses and they have the shirts on that. over it. So I think that's them getting home from that night and both having to pee badly. And then we just see a montage of things. And at the very end of the montage, they both hit their bongs and realize they need to go. And you get up and they leave. And then when they meet up, they're wearing that outfit. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, so I think it's just there. Make... We see the year that it's been. And so it's just a fun montage of them, like, smoking weed and uh Alana, you know, getting head and giving head on the toilet and Abby dancing (laughs) and plucking her eyebrows. There's a really funny, like, blackout where both of their apartments blackout at the same time and you just hear Abby going, hello? (laughs) (laughs) Or one where I think it's while Alana's giving head to Lincoln, maybe. You see Abby coming home and doing that thing where she just is, like, all weirdly walking slow and then throws open her shower curtain, like, ah, like, to see if someone's in it. It's so relatable. I love that. Um, And so then from the montage, we move into they meet up for brunch. And another one of my favorite things is the one, so Abby's there waiting for Alana, and their table's ready, and the, the, like, hostess calls her name but calls her Abbo. (laughs) 
She's yeah. like table for Abbo and Michelle Buteau is the hostess. She's one of my She's favorite great. stand-ups. And so yeah, she keeps just calling her Abbo. And so then uh, Alana shows up with her bike and immediately, and she's wearing her this really huge chain that's her uh, bike lock a chain around her waist. And so she needs to unlock the lock from around her waist, and she drops the key into the sewer. So they can't get the key. So then they eat brunch. They're able to just sit and eat brunch. And it's a very funny scene. Of they, they do some episodes where they really kind of make fun of themselves being kind of like privileged white girls. They'll like complain about these huge world problems. And they're like, oh, my God, the world's so messed up. And then they're like, oh, they no longer have bottomless mimosas on the menu. And they're like, oh, my God, this is so terrible. So and not like only that, they of... like a, a sparkling water will drop at their table they're yeah. like oh we didn't order this and they're like it's complimentary and they're like okay we'll take two more bottles yeah it's <laughs> really <laughs> funny so then after they have brunch they go to try to get the lock key and they try to wad up gum and put it on the end of abby's shirt because she has two straps on her shirt whatever and so <laughs> then they have it going down towards the key and then all of a sudden there's like a gust of wind and abby gets like pulled down as if something's pulling her shirt into the, it the gutter like to me it's like a, a rat like got the piece of gum or the shirt yeah was although pulling. there's a voice later we hear coming from the oh that's sewer. right like oh yeah it's, say it's, a, sewer so it's a monster it is a monster but anyway a so monster. they don't get the key and her shirt's ruined and she has to go to her friend's art show later so they end up taking the bike walking it of course to they Which find a pop-up say that first off the bike is called bicycle jackson Mm-hmm. Or yeah, and also it has bike nuts on it, mm-hmm. like truck nuts, but for bike nuts. Yeah, she has. <laughs> and I've never seen this episode. Yeah, I've never seen. She the has bike little nuts, nuts on her bike, which nuts play a huge part later in the. Yeah. yeah. But so yeah, so then they go to a pop up for Alana, or sorry, for Abby to get a new shirt, and it's this whole uh, pop up. I mean, it's that's so. It feels that's like a, a very fun, New York crazy thing. Scene. It's like a blowout closeout sale. We're closing and today. Yeah, and everyone's and, fist biting. Yeah, and Bowen Yang is there. He's working yeah, in there. Right. It's funny because I had no idea who he was when I first saw that episode, but now I watch it. And I'm like, oh, SNL. <laughs> um, so she gets a shirt. It's a pretty funny scene. So then they're still wondering. They have to go to the bathroom really bad, and they can't find a bathroom. So then, um, I think next, yeah, that's right. So then Lincoln, who is Alana's boyfriend, <laughs> calls her. And he's or part often a partner. I don't think they're official. They don't have labels, but the guy she sleeps with and has feelings for. Uh, they go to watch him do like a trapeze yeah. show. He Even really a show, like, but did, like did, did you clap my graduation? Yeah. He, like, he took like a trapeze arts class, which I've taken yeah. one with my mom before. So relatable. I've taken one too. Yeah. A trapeze class? Yeah, yeah. I took a trapeze class. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's it funny because he does terrifying. it, and Abby asks why he did it, and he's like, oh, I saw it on Sex in the City, which I love, and then they talk about who they are. I'm definitely Sex a Miranda Carey, too. Same. I wrote, I'm a Miranda Carey as well. Maybe yeah. that's just the most common. So here is my question for everyone. Are you an Abby or an Alana? I'm full on Abby. Abby is... I relate to, I mean, she's a bit more of a prude than I am, but other than that, or she's not really a prude, she's just a little more sexually insecure. But other than that, I'm, Abby is the character I love the most. She's who I relate to the most. I've always related to Alana more. So, Kayla, you're an Alana. I'm an Alana, too. Even Steps though I'm not Alana. as, like, uh, sexually crazed as Alana, I'm definitely um, as chaotic as she is, for sure. I did feel like Abby when I was the cleaning person at a yoga studio. 
that's when I related to Abby the most, when I was like cleaning up oh. pubes at the yoga studio. Did you have to do that? Yeah, from the shower. I had to wipe all the pubes up after every sesh. Oh, man. How about you, Grace? I'm so sorry to hear that. Oh, <laughs> I was just mourning Kayla's experience. Um, my, I would be an Abby, definitely. Me too, Phoebe. I, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm very, like, I'm more hesitant about things. Gotcha. I yeah. think I'm trying to say that I have anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so then after they leave Lincoln's, then my favorite part comes up, which they're walking and they see a porta potty and and they're like all excited. So Abby's like, I'm going first. And she sits in the porta potty and right after she's finished using it, while she's still in it, it, it's like already attached to a truck that's like lifting it up. And so then she's in the air in the porta potty, freaking out, and she yells, "I'm in the potty! <laughs> Someone's in the potty!" It's very funny. And so luckily, it gets set down on top of the truck, and she gets out just in time. And so then they're sitting on the back of a truck, like, "Oof, we made it out of that!" And the truck starts, and Abby gets off, and Alana's chain has gotten stuck to something, and so she can't get off. So then she, the truck just starts driving, and she's like on the back of it, like waving her arms and legs like freaking out and abby just chases her (laughs) and it's such a great friendship moment it's one of my top favorite moments of like how much they love each other and then she catches up she's able to get alana off the truck and alana has peed herself and the truck driver was watching porn by the way oh yeah the truck truck driver is watching watching porn porn while driving uh and (laughs) but i just like that when alana's peed herself abby makes her feel better about it and again i'm like that's a really good friendship moment when your friend pisses themselves you still can like make them feel better about themselves uh and then the big finale is they end up at their friend's art show and it's just totally make just how it made fun of improv in steph's pick this one definitely makes fun of like recent art like art school art shows and so it's just very over the top pretentious people and I didn't explain this part, but when Abby bought her shirt, they didn't remove the security tag. So it turns into this whole thing. Well, then, of course, at the art show, right in front of the all-white art piece that Abby's friend made, they try tearing it off with Alana's teeth. And so <laughs> then blue ink just sprays the painting and is all over Alana's mouth. And so then everyone in the gallery is like, get out! Like, the artist, her friend, is like, get out! You ruined it! My and- favorite... Uh- moment in this episode I think is when the blue dye explodes all over the thing and it's shock silence and then Abby's going oh no and like slowly wipes it kind of wipes it off as if to try to fix it yeah (laughs) it's the best Abby uncomfortable sounds there's also really funny for when everyone looks over to see in the gallery one guy just starts doing a slow clap and his girlfriend like grabs his hand is like no (laughs) which is funny so then of course they're being kicked out and then there's a giant pair of balls made of like copper giant hanging from the ceiling and it's magnetic so it gets stuck to Alana's chain so then of course there's a very funny ending where they can't get her off of it and everyone's like get out and it's this and then <laughs> she gets her loose and Abby's trying to get the, the balls to stop we like sh- like uh moving around and she's trying to like stop it it's ridiculous physical comedy but anyway I love that episode a lot and I guess that's all four of our faves yeah no I yeah. 
I really, the one kind of through line through all the episodes and all of Broad City for me is, I think, reason why we chose these four episodes in particular is that it's the friendship episodes. It's about, like, this true kind of friendship where these girls are just always there for each other. Um, like, they're, they're, they're ride-or-die girls, man. So before we sign off, Phoebe, you wanted to d- try a new trick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With your bong and your helium balloon. What, what are we calling this you? here? While I get ready, why don't you name it and tell them what I'm doing? We could call it um, balloon balloon boy or no balloon balloon girl no no or i, I was calling it it's <laughs> <laughs> called what was i calling it the hindenburg uh, i don't know i'm trying to think of a good name but phoebe will be taking a hit off a bong or no a hit off helium and then a hit off the bong or vice versa whichever way see i have this birthday balloon that has helium in it that's I, when I cut it open to do this, I just lost most of the helium, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I'm going to, this is a move I'm making up. I think what Grace said is I'm going to inhale the helium. Yes. And then, then hit the blow bong. it out and then hit the bong. And then we'll hear how it sounds when Phoebe blows out the smoke. <laughs> this is so dumb. But okay. Oh boy. She's got the helium. Yeah. You can let breathe out the helium. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna pass out. Oh no! <laughs> Don't pass out, please. Don't pass out. <laughs> that got really intense. Uh, listeners, it looked cool as shit. Oh my god! Oh, she's going again. She's going there again. goes she's some more helium. <laughs> oh, oh boy, I'm high. <laughs> Baby, what do you always say? I always say. As the helium goes away, just keep smoking weed. Thank you for listening to the Stoner Chicks podcast. We want to thank our editor, Shari Junko, the composer of our theme music, Jessica Damari, and Ben Redder and AJ Dent for creating our rad cover art. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stonerchickspodcast. Podcast.